Hi, this is Heather. Um, this is my second podcast um, that I have titled Heather's Hangout. And today I am having my friend Michelle uh, on my show. And uh, I have known her for over, I don't know, what is it, two or three years now? About that, yes. Okay, yeah. And uh, this is her first time talking on a podcast. And we decided we are going to discuss a little bit about her new life as a dog mom. She has converted from being a cat mom to a dog mom, which is kind of a big deal, right? Cat people and dog people, I feel like are completely different sometimes. But sometimes you'll meet people who are both, which Michelle now is. Uh, and converted. I, she converted from one uh, religion to another. <laughs> kind of, right? It's like a, it's a big change in your life. Like, I mean, Culturally. I yeah, cats are independent. They like, they use their litter box. They don't really need you for much, but dogs like need you for every little thing. You know, if I don't pay attention to my dog, he tears up pillows in the house. I can't have like nice pillows because he tears them up and see he's barking in the background right now. But uh, tell me a little bit about your new dog and like how long you've had him and his name and, and everything. Like just kind of give me some, some lowdown on, on this dog. Okay, so the dog I have, he is um, about six months old. His name is Bo, or for uh, short, but Beauregard is a full name. And I've always wanted a golden retriever. I uh, got pretty fortunate that there was a breeder, um, and I pretty much locked down uh, the last one in the litter right after well actually right before I closed on my first house so pretty much all came together at once he is so cute you're always sending me pictures of him and he's gotten like really big super fast like I don't even understand it like you were sending me pictures maybe a few weeks ago of him and he was still kind of a puppy and now he's it looks like he's full-sized I mean he's gotten huge how big is this dog gonna end up getting too big for me to try to carry him into my car lately. <laughs> so how many pounds will he end up being? Sure. Like? He's uh, last time I weighed him at the vet was going on 55 pounds and golden retrievers can get up to, you know, like 80, well, males, I have a male at least 80 pounds and some even that I've met at some dog parks are up to a hundred. So he's probably only halfway there. Have you uh, take since you've recently, well, not recently, you've lived in Florida for what, a year now? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Since uh, June, I moved here. And um, so definitely your anniversary. Nice. So have you taken him to like a dog beach yet? Because I know there's some dog beaches down there and I never ended up taking my dogs to the, the certified dog beach, but I would just take them to the regular beach sometimes. And depending on which beach people kind of may or may not be okay with it. I noticed when I was visiting California and I went to like Laguna beach and like all the beaches out there, like they don't really cut certain beaches off from dogs. It's kind of a free for all, like dogs are allowed to whatever beach you want. And I was just kind of like shocked by that. Cause Florida, like that area in Florida there, it's very specific about not bringing dogs on the beach unless it's like a specific beach. So yeah, it's it's limited. I did take him to the beach uh, just a weekend ago to Pensacola, 
I, I, I uh, reside in Fort Walton. So there is um, within like 15 to 30 minutes, there's a dog park at least nearby. And one of the dog parks is pretty huge. That's owned by the Air Force Base. So I usually take him there. Um, but yeah, the, the beach that is down in Pensacola, um, it just has like a couple flags that um, there's basically to say the perimeters are where you can take them. And, uh, but he's kind of like my sugar baby. So he just rolls around in the sand and loves it. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I'm, I'm, I'm so shocked because I feel like it's so weird to see you like liking having a dog because you were a total cat lady when I met you. And <laughs> this is weird to me. I'm like, no, like Michelle had, and a big dog, not just like a like break you in kind of dog, you know, where you get like a little mini poodle or something. This is like a real deal <laughs> dog. So it's just kind of shocking to like see you with like this huge golden retriever and you're, and you're taking such good care of him. Like he has such a good life, you know, he's, he's so happy. He has new toys all the time and he's like sleeping under the table. And how was potty training him? Honestly, that one was simple. Um, yeah, just tagging you on the, um, topic of, uh, just, me being more a cat person however my dad uh, also was asking like why I got a uh, or how I they raised me to like a uh, large puppy so that took him by surprise too that I would want a large dog I was kind of I'm really shocked like I didn't imagine you getting like a bigger dog just because I never imagined cat people really going full force into the dog realm, <laughs> but, but big dogs are awesome. Like my dog, he's a mini and he's got like a big dog personality, but he's a miniature Australian shepherd. And he's only, I think 30 pounds. Um, I mean, it's a little easier, but I mean, there's a lot of like positive things about big dogs. So kind of, well, golden retrievers, I can have been uh, iconic to be in uh, photos cuddling with cats so I think that's where the connection <laughs> started oh, early so you, you <laughs> started off where like in your cat mom days you know right. <laughs> you saw some pictures where golden retrievers and cats were getting along so it kind of planted right. seed to I think that's when it's like 10 years later after the puppy grows up but <laughs> I have not witnessed any cuddling with my cat but he tolerates that's awesome yeah. I enjoy having a dog. I mean, my dog right now, he's, this is my second miniature Australian shepherd and he's pretty demanding. My first one was a little, like, he's like the opposite. He's super social. Whereas my, my previous mini Aussie, his name was Heath. He was like, he, he was scared of everybody new. Like he would just hide all the time. And then he would come out maybe if he like got to know you a few times, but this dog, he's like overly social, overly barking at people and like is not scared of anything. I mean, he is totally the opposite, but he's more like affectionate and loving. So he'll like cuddle a lot more. Whereas my other dog, he was more like, ah, I want, he was like a cat. Like he just wanted to be petted when he wanted to be petted. So like, I feel like, yeah, I got the same breed, but they're like totally different dogs, like entirely. Um, I, I thought about getting like a little French bulldog, but I heard, you know, I had a pug at one point and those are pretty high maintenance breeds. So I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go down the flat face dog realm again, <laughs> because there was just a lot of medical stuff that came up with her and, and, you know, you know, they're cool dogs though. So tell me, hey, 
I love Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about Bo though. Like, um, as far as like, what breeder did you get him from? Did you, did you get him locally or was it something like, cause my dog, I had him delivered from Mississippi and they like drove out cause it was hard to find that particular breed, like right there in that area. So I had to like, kind of, and they, they did deliveries. So I was like, all right, deliver me my puppy. It was like the happiest day ever. They delivered him. He was seven weeks old. He was so tiny. He was the cutest little puppy. I miss it. But how, so how did your, uh, how did that go for you? Like finding him and where'd you pick him up at? It was pretty spontaneous the night before I was online and, um, looking, uh, researching golden retrievers. And, um, I filled out, uh, I found a, a, a website with a reputable breeder, um, in the local area. I mean, local meaning just within an hour and, um, I filled out, yeah, just the um, why you want to be a dog mom and um, just a little bit of background material. And within like a couple of days, I received an email back response. And um, the breeder, I think you got your hand over the microphone. Oh, pardon? I, I thought you had your hand over the microphone there for a little bit. Oh, pardon. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> So yes, yeah, she uh, she just said she was going to be in the local area, Fort Walton, where I live, and uh, so I didn't have to go out of my way. And uh, it was the last one of the litter, um, so I think Bo and I were uh, meant to be. Everyone should have a bow in their life. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like he's a really good dog, and and has been. So do you like take him for walks every day? Like what, what's your routine with him? Does he have a doggy door yet? Like my dog has a dog door, which has tremendously assisted me with being a dog parent. Um, and how does he do with kids? Oh, sure. He's, he's really great with everybody. If he has visitors come over, that's when he gets super excited and his puppy energy comes out. So he does kind of like to clobber people <laughs> at the door. So he's, we're still working on that. However, take him out to the public and he's on his best behavior, which is just the opposite of when he's at home. We don't have a doggy door yet. So I'm still um, just making sure I'm comfortable with him outside um, when I'm not around, if he's using the door. Uh, and uh, for the most part, yeah, I guess it is a lot of routine with uh, getting up early in the morning and then I have a house sitter so and I'm starting to make dog recipe food that I never thought I would I you know I started doing that because <laughs> I factored in I'm like okay so I could make so my aunt kind of inspired me because I, when I went out to visit her I saw her making like what I consider a bougie you know, dog meal for her dogs, but she has small dogs. So it like goes a long ways, you know, but she like has this like slow cooker recipe she does. And she explained to me, she's like, no, I spend as much as, is it's actually less and more fresh and better for the dog than if I buy dog food. And it was like this amazing recipe. Like, you know, you just buy like, it's like not the, the best chicken like that people would eat, but dogs really enjoy that kind of chicken. You go to the store, you just get a bag of it. You put in some peas, carrots, some gravy. And she just kind of, I, I, I do it every once in a while for my dog. I take breaks, breaks from it once in a while. Um, but I'll, I'll prepare it in a slow cooker and then put it in the fridge. And I'm like, he just loves it. So. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I didn't 
I didn't think I'd get into that grind, but yeah, I remember it. I was like, oh yeah, Heather did that too. And now look what I'm doing. I'm making <laughs> pot meals for my dog. <laughs> look what I've done. I've, I've had an effect on you <laughs> dog wise. <laughs> well, I mean, the first part won me over because you had an Aussie and then, then, uh, then I decided though I always wanted the golden. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now he's chewing on, he likes to rip the squeakers out of his toys and then just play with the squeaker and it like doesn't squeak anymore or do anything like valuable. It's just a piece of plastic and he just enjoys it. And it's, <laughs> it's just kind of quirky. <laughs> like he's a, so I think my dog is a little quirky for a dog. Like, I mean, compared to all the dogs I've had, he's by far the quirkiest dog, but you know, what do you do? Um, what, what are some things about Bo that, or like are kind of funny that he does does he do anything kind of silly yet because i know yes. my <laughs> he uh well i think he is part cat since he's being raised by a senior 12 year old cat so he'll um would be you know 55 pound dog now that thinks he's small in a puppy i have a cat tree so he'll uh be like a godzilla and he'll shake the cat tree and go into the little tunnel areas and <laughs> you know much smaller so it he fit just right but he still thinks he can do that or he'll go run underneath my uh, king bed just like a cat would and squeeze into small spaces and he's getting too big he, though he's like huge he now do it. he just <laughs> he squishes his big bones <laughs> he's big bones out. <laughs> uh, so i thought that was kind of silly and just like, I guess any cat or dog, he chases his tail occasionally. Oh, uh, that's adorable. So my dog doesn't do that. He doesn't have a tail. <laughs> well, they oh, dock their tails, unfortunately, this breed. Like if you get them from breeders, they'll dock the tails. And they have kind of weird tails. Like some of them are born with them. It's kind of sad. I'm like, oh, like it would have been all right. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that because I was like, dude, you got a big tail there. <laughs> yeah, it's some, well, they do labs. Like it's, it's certain breed types and like even some breeds, I think it's like uh, Dobermans and I know like Great Danes, like they'll actually cut their ears when they're born to make the ears stand up. I'm like, I mean, that's a little less invasive because like ears, the dog ears are made of mostly cartilage. Whereas, you know, like the tail actually has like a bone that grows into it. So it's kind of like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's just kind of kind of a lot to take their tail off, you know, but they do all right. Like he's okay. And there's some animal rights activists that may, uh, may have something to say about it, but. I, I'm actually curious of what a Aussie, like how large their tail is would normally be and yeah, why. Some of them are born without the tail and some of them are born with the tail. Like it's kind of just like a, like, it just depends. But, uh, I, I think they're, they're a little smaller. It's not quite as big as like a, a like a, a German shepherd or like a lab, they have like slimmer tails, but yeah, they, they got, they usually have tails. I know. Well, mine doesn't. And they, they call them wiggle butts because they just wiggle their butt instead of their tail. So <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like a, a ongoing joke about the mini Aussie community. They like home of the wiggle butts. You'll see if people make, make stickers and stuff out of it. Cause they, they don't have nothing to wag. So they just wag their whole like, butt, you know, like it's cute though. Have, have you tried a laser light with your dog? I haven't tried that. I know like a lot of cats like it and they like chase it around. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Back to my dog is half cat 
See, you're, you're bringing in your cat stuff with your dog. That's a cat <laughs> he, thing. He chases, he grabs and steals all the cat toys. So pretty much he, yeah, he, and the little mice, those are all his now. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh. He sounds like he's a lot of fun. What about, uh, yeah. go ahead. Oh yeah. I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> he's, <laughs> There's a lot of energy, has a lot of puppy energy. Yeah, puppies are no joke. I mean, like, I think when Luminati was a puppy, he kept like getting into stuff. And like one day I came home and he had got into the garbage, like, and strung it like all over my living room. And I had to pick like garbage up and I was pretty pissed off <laughs> because, and so I put it in like my pantry now because because he got, he'll get into it if there's like something in there that's enticing enough, like a piece of meat that's sitting in there. So I don't, I don't know about your dog, but like, that's a thing for him. Like I can't leave the garbage where he can get to it. So. Well, today, um, is national dog day. I know. So here we are having a podcast about <laughs> dogs on freaking national <laughs> dog day. Is that not just the perfect thing ever? Right. <laughs> so pretty much. Yeah. So I say that both dogs should have uh, my as one of my friends spells out P-A-W. So I have a, a paw with a T-Y. Oh, isn't that adorable? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, to celebrate the day and get them some cookies or something. Oh, yeah. I, they, uh, they sell like dog, like ice cream cakes now, apparently, or like ice cream treats at the stores that you can get them. I got it for them one time and then and I was like, yeah, I'll just stick to the regular stuff. But that's like a thing now. Like if you wanted to go all out, you know, they, you can even make like dog cakes that are like dog proof. Yeah, there's, um, we have a routine now after the dog park we usually go to, it's almost like a Starbucks, but um, it's a coffee shop and they give the dog a little whipped cream cup with a uh, cookie, a dog cookie in it. <laughs> that is so freaking adorable. Oh, so when I, uh, like me and my son will take Luminati with us, uh, to go to Starbucks. Cause they do, it's called a pup cup. And Ethan like, will want to take him just for the sake of getting him a pup cup. He's like, can Luminati go? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? So we'll go to Starbucks on the weekend or whatever. And, uh, you know, if they see him in there or, or if they forget to ask, we'll ask, Hey, can we get a pup cup? And it's just a bunch of whipped cream and like a small cup. But he loves it and it, and that's I guess it's safe for them to eat whipped cream. So yeah, apparently because yeah, it's a the coffee shop here that I go to. It's a pop cup, I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, probably like a copycat of Starbucks or something. And then we take them to uh the farmers farmers market out here every it's like Saturday every so often. Um, but my dog got kicked out of the farmer's market once Oh no! <laughs> barking too much. Cause like the other, I mean, there's a lot of dogs that are there and he does kind of bark more at the other dogs than the other dogs do. And he's not the most well-behaved pet, but we're working on it. Like he does really good with people, but not so much with other dogs. Like, <laughs> so, so we had to leave one time and she's like, it was kind of funny. Like I laughed at the same time. Like, I know he's got like, you know, he's a little, He's a little much sometimes, but we're going to go again and he's going to have his spa day because they have this place called Fur Child down in downtown O'Fallon where uh, you can do like a self-grooming station and they have it all set up and you pay like 10 or 15 bucks to groom your own dog, but you don't have to worry about it, like getting all over your house and they have like a blow dryer, which he freaking hates. 
I mean, he barks the whole time I'm blow drying him. Like me and my son tried to tried to like soothe him one time and it, he wasn't having it. So I can only blow dry him for like a couple minutes. Not even that, but other people can blow dry their dogs like entirely. Like they're in there just totally like doing the whole thing. He does good for the bath, but not the blow dry. <laughs> I think that's the best part of having a dog is that we can go on adventures and take them to these little spa events. And I just, I mean, even in St. Louis, when I was living near you, they had, you know, a lot of dog um, brujas and things, but it was called dog cause. And uh, just getting into that and like the recent uh, event that I went to was woofs and woof and waffles. Um, So those are pretty clever. And it just seems like there's always both like from moving to Florida from St. Louis, you know, it was just very dog culture and it must have grown on me. (laughs) Are you saying St. Louis is more dog dog culture or dog? Oh, both. Uh, Both. both. Uh, Yeah, I just think uh, both areas had a lot of love for puppies. And actually St. Louis had about the same for cats and dogs with uh, cat cafes and dog, um, uh, you know, dog haws for craft brewery and stuff too. Oh yeah. Uh, It's definitely like that in, uh, definitely like that in New York. So I don't know if you've ever been in New York, but New York astounded me for being like this big cement area. It's like a big cement town, you know, like, but they have so many like dog parks and everyone there, even though they're in these big, tall apartments, they got to ride elevators and there's so many dogs. Like there's such a, I've never, I've never seen so much love for, for having pets. Like it, it's a city set up for dogs. Like everywhere you go, like it's okay to bring your dog, you know, <laughs> like I was just really shocked by that because it's so, you know, like a cement jungle and, you know, they just had a little park on every corner for, for your pets. And yeah, they're all about it, which I'm surprised. Cause you know, it's not like they have a yard, you know, to get out, but most people have smaller pets. So it was really cute. And uh, yeah, was, go ahead. Pardon. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, I haven't been to New York, um, but I guess the, you know, the urban city style just um, does, it does make sense just to be able to get out of your urban <laughs> lifestyle and get out to the nature side of things. And oh, the yeah. dog. Yeah, they do. They're really pet friendly there. And it, it was very shocking to me because I didn't expect it. <laughs> Like, it's like the, I feel like it's like the capital of like dog lovers and, uh, California is really good about it too, because I mean, like I said, all their beaches were dog friendly. People had a lot of pets out there while we were out there. Um, and you know, just running in the beach, you know, people don't seem to care much about like accidents and stuff, which, you know, I didn't see too much of it, but it was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty nice. So So tell me a little bit more about like, have you, I've actually met friends, um, through my pets. Like I have several times on several occasions have befriended people at dog parks and like just become acquainted with new, you know, socialization and new people because of my dog. So I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, have you had that experience yet where you feel like it's like, yeah, no, that's the bonus. Um, I mean, I'm already pretty much outgoing, so I'd be going to things and going to like dog uh, parks just because I knew I wanted a dog in my future. <laughs> but now I got the excuse because I actually got one. Um, 
and yeah he gets all the love but I also he and I both get um to know other people lately and just um it's just fun yeah to see him getting his puppy energy out and playing with the other dogs and he's super um comfortable in public and pretty good behavior um and yeah we were playing in some sprinklers at a another urban area out, um, out um, nearby me and then just um, anything that he can get into and I don't know he's even good just taking him to brunches and <laughs> I can't really take Luminati to that kind of stuff like my other mini Aussie I could I could do that with him because he would just sit there and chill but this one he's a little bit more uh you know rambunctious like I feel like he's he'll bark at people the whole time so I can't just like take him to outings like that <laughs> but I'm hoping maybe he'll get to that point where he's just like a little more chill and I have like dog they now they have out uh dog cat like dog nip it's like catnip but for for dogs and so I like give him that stuff and they have like those little hemp oil treats to calm your pet and so I'll, I'll give him those um and it helps a little bit I don't know if you've seen those <laughs> Yeah, no, I have, I have some of those I used when I traveled, um, from state to state, just honestly, when I had like my cat and uh, yeah, and just, and back to like, just meeting uh, new people at dog parks, there's been so many nice people to give like tips on, um, dog training to just like have some treats ready and helping with, um, just uh spoiling my puppy and <laughs> no, most uh, people spoil their pets like they do their kids because they're just such a part of the family you know yeah i agree yeah they really like captivate your heart because they're just they love you so much unconditionally and you can't just not love them for that and they're just so cute right like i got him <laughs> with the seven week old puppy he was the cutest freaking puppy like there was no way not to love him like he was so cute i i miss it all that i'm like why can't you just stay a puppy <laughs> it was so adorable oh my god i thought like ethan's like let's just get another puppy i'm like all right the the idea of that sounds phenomenal but then he's gonna get big and now we have two dogs and it's like you know two dogs is a lot so i think i'm good with one although maybe i can puppy sit when someone has a puppy <laughs> to get to, to enjoy the puppiness of how cute they are <laughs> and that's why i will have to just like i guess have beau regard come visit sometime <laughs> it's miles and miles away right now it's a little bit of a challenge <laughs> you drive a little bit more often because he'd be pretty hard to get on a plane yeah yeah i can hardly lift him into my car Honestly, he rolls around on his back and um, basically wrestles me and doesn't want to get into the car, but he was traumatized. He got a little car sick a couple of times. <laughs> oh That's a trip. <laughs> so how is your cat doing with all of this? He tolerates. Is he not happy about it though? Like, I think that there's a perfect comic. Um, I think you get, I think you're covering the mic again a little bit. Pardon. Um, sure. So yeah, he, um, does, 
I think does not prefer having any other uh, fur babies around. He would rather just have full territory and rule of the oh, house. Dang, uh, kind of territorial and like wants to be like yes. the, wow. He was, here, okay. he was here first, so. <laughs> cats are um, cats like that, man. I mean, cats are just like, my mom has a cat and this cat is mean. Okay. She thinks it's the sweetest thing ever. I beg to differ on that one because you can't even pet this cat without it looking like it's going to tear your eyes out. But when it's her, the cat just loves her. Like, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't understand. It's like a cat that only loves one person and it's demonic to everyone else. So, <laughs> and the, it scares me. It's like this little animal that is terrifying. I don't, I'm sorry, but I, I, the cat would rip somebody's eyes out and it scares me more than a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> some of them are sweet though. Like remember Stephanie's evil cat? She had the evil one yes. and then the nice one. Right. I guess you balance each other out with yin yin yin. Yeah, but <laughs> you had a, your cat's nice. He's, yeah, he is pretty too. I mean, anybody that comes he comes into contact with, he'll start his per motor. Oh, yes. he's awesome. he's good with anybody. He just doesn't. He would prefer probably not to have another dog or cat. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on adding. He wants to be the show. So, like, uh, how are like on a side note? Besides all the dog and cat stuff, um, how are you liking uh, your move? Because you started off in Ohio, you came here, and now you're in Florida. I always wanted to live in Florida and so the opportunity just to make the um, decision to move here was more difficult just because I liked the friends um, and the city life in St. Louis, um, but I always desired to be near the beach and um, so it was a little touche, but now that I'm here, I absolutely love it. And I um, now own my own townhome, which I never expected that I would. And my mom was really great. I'm grateful for her because she helped with a little bit of that down payment in this economy. It definitely was, um, I was fortunate just to even land a place. So I know it, you were like, I remember you sending me messages. It was like really hard for you to find a house because it was during that, especially like during that time frame. it was like impossible. Like there would be like 20 bids on a house the second it hit the market. And I don't know if it's still that hard of, hard of a market, but I think it's still pretty hard right now. Um, I believe just to be in the area that I have uh, to be in Fort Walton Beach, I am definitely grateful, blessed, I guess, all of the... <laughs> uh unexpected uh, opportunities um that i got to stay where i wanted to live uh and be near the beach and only 15 minutes from the beach and most of the options for the area would have been out more on the countryside um and that was where less you know bids would be on houses so i was amazed because i got the place um there's only two other people that put bids on. Usually there was like up to eight different people that you're competing with. But that was my experience. Yeah. And market, they're outbidding me. <laughs> I, I mean, is it still a hot market like that right now? Like, I don't know if that's like kept its the interest, interest rates still going up. 
and it, the rent for here in Florida is not reasonable. <laughs> um, so I am definitely doing better with the spaciousness and I got my own yard with a fence, which again, ideal for a dog. And how are you going to do it now? Cause you got like happy <laughs> that means like all your love. I feel like those weekend visits are going to be a little harder because you're going to have to find like a dog sitter or you could just, well, driving would be a, a good ways. So too bad. You can't just like fly him, like, like buy him a seat. <laughs> he, he needs like a whole seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, my mind, I was like, oh shoot. Cause even with the, that's the, the life changer is now when I'm like, oh, I want to do a spontaneous trip. Um, it's not just about budgeting. It's also budgeting for, do I have somebody to watch the dog or do I take them with me? And uh, even for work, for um, there was a possible opportunity, but I'd be gone for like a couple months. And I was like, oh no, not well, he's a little puppy. I don't wanna like, it'd be like separation anxiety. <laughs> I have a good list of dog sitters. Um, I was using Rover for a while, but it seemed like every time I, I got a Rover dog sitter, they would uh, like, I don't know, something would come up like one girl, she got pregnant and then another person, you know, something, you know, something. I had that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was always something I'm like, oh man, you know, and then I got a lady, she was a uh, retired from the base and just didn't have anything to do and was just watching people's dogs for like something to do. And, uh, uh, another, I, some people from my unit, um, a girl from my unit watched him for a little bit. So, I mean, I got a good, good, uh, database going on now. <laughs> well, she, the, the Lieutenant Colonel who was retired, she stopped doing the dog watching. She's like, yeah, it was, it was fun, but now I got other stuff going on. So I was like, yeah, I get it. it it's fun when you're, when you're bored and you have nothing to do, <laughs> like, but yeah, and it's like a whole new life now, right? Like the dog life. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like exactly like having a kid because you got to figure out some type of puppy daycare of sorts unless you can come home. Um, so and I kind of just was definitely I always knew, like I said, I wanted a dog. I always knew I wanted a golden retriever, but um, I did it pretty spontaneous, too. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, shoot, I got to make sure that I have plans for this puppy so he can be well taken care of. Do you let him sleep in the bed with you? Um, no, not bed. at the moment. I'm, uh, he he sleeps um, usually outside of my bedroom, uh, but I will. I just slowly, well, gradually have let him come into my room. Just you know, just get to know the the space. Um, but I'm slowly training him so that he doesn't chew everything because that uh i'll be definitely investing in some new furniture like my couch, <laughs> you couch already yeah he already because he's you know dog's teeth and he's has like a couple more months of teething so the couch was one of them uh, but to <laughs> deter it he has plenty of toys <laughs> oh no and he's big so he can like he can rip some stuff up man yeah oh, so he's gotten better yeah. It's like having a kid. They just get into stuff and they, you know, like Luminati with the garbage can. I came home. There was, I think I even had somebody watch him one time and he had gotten into a bunch of toilet paper and strung it all <laughs> over the stairs. Like, and they said, sure. it, it made me laugh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute though. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. 
<laughs> I know it's it's hard to be mad when they're just like these adorable little pets, you know, but they do they do wreak havoc sometimes. That's for sure. Well, um, our time is running out and I wanted to tell everybody happy National Dog Day for all the people who do love dogs. Sorry if you don't, but you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, happy National Dog Day to my friend Michelle. And thank you, Michelle, for talking on my podcast because it's super awesome that you are willing to do that. Next week, I have a, a coworker of mine is going to talk and we're going to be talking about um, refereeing or something that he does with sports. And that's going to be kind of an interesting topic because I know nothing about it, but, uh, seriously, thank you for coming on and talking about your new pets. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Maybe I should get a dog. It makes life better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, shut the podcast down for today. And, uh, thank, thank you for everyone who's listening and have a good national dog day. Donne-moi ton cœur, baby, ton corps, baby. Donne-moi ton bon vieux fa.